On tonight's episode of the podcast, we talk Toronto Raptors, we look at the NCAA Finals, we look at the Texas Valero Open, we discuss my picks from the weekend, and I kick off my top 25 athletes of the last 20 years. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. Lots of chocolate, lots of food, um, big night tonight. Uh, we have the finals going on for the NCAA bracket for the men's uh, Gonzaga versus Baylor. So we'll see how that turns out. I do have Gonzaga winning in my three brackets. Sadly, Villanova has not made the finals. It's Baylor. So we'll see how that turns out. And I think I don't have a chance to win my little pool that I have at work. So that looks like that's end of it. So bygones be bygones so let's hope that Gonzaga gets the win over Baylor uh, now we have uh, the women's who played yesterday Stanford versus Arizona congratulations to Stanford on winning the women's March Madness uh, great victory for them great weekend for the Pac-12 let's remember that it's been a great tournament for the Pac-12 Oregon State UCLA and USC uh, all in the Elite Eight and then UCLA going to the Final Four and then you have the Pac-12 just winning it having the finals Arizona versus Stanford for the women it was a great day huge day so you know what big weekend big week for the Pac-12 so want to give credit where credit is due now to carry on with the show uh, lots of stuff to cover on today uh, so I'm going to kick it off with the Raptors Raptors won big why am I talking about the Raptors early? Because, because I'll get into some of my picks and discuss them as well. And remember, I did my picks from the weekend. I did 5 NHL, 5 NBA. Now, some of the games were spread out and carried over to Monday. I'll go into more about the NHL than I will into the NBA, just because NBA hasn't finished yet. One more NHL game for tonight. Uh, that game was the Avalanche versus Minnesota. We'll see how that game is going. It's currently 2-1 for the avalanche but anything could happen in hockey uh my weekend for fantasy before i get into the raptors i won covid definitely struck my team i have a couple of vancouver canucks demco voice uh Broser, uh, both of them were definitely hit with covid and you know a lot of players in vancouver hit with covid so they have definitely struck out and apparently it's one of the new variants the brazilian variants have apparently uh struck the team which has been a concern so they're all on covid what does this mean for my fantasy hockey team well i gotta do some changes make some adjustments so we'll see how the future goes for that especially as we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs so we'll see how that goes now back to the raptors raptors win big now i didn't really catch much of the game i was watching other areas as well uh raptors were down by 17 at one point in the third raptors came in one 103 to 101 Good night for Malachi Flynn, 16 points off the bench, no Fred, Kyle Lowry is still out, but you have Bembry starting, you have uh, Boucher starting, Baines coming off the bench, Baines not a bad night, uh, 10 points, 9 boards, Siakam with 22 points, 
overall, good win for the Raptors. They definitely needed this win. Definitely needed a momentum. They definitely needed a strong win. Coming off of that blowout win against Golden State last week. So I am liking what the Raptors are doing. And can they get this momentum going? They do have other opponents. They have the Lakers tomorrow night. That is going to be a challenge. Lakers are still without LeBron. Davis is still out for a little bit. Uh, LeBron and the, sorry, the Lakers fell to the Clippers yesterday uh, for that win. I had the Clippers winning, so that was a tough one. 76ers did fall to Memphis too, so right now one for one for those picks. Actually now two and one. I'll discuss the remainder of my picks on Saturday for that. And also, don't forget, Saturday, I'm doing part of it tonight. Saturday, I'll be doing the remainder of my uh, top 25 athletes of the last 20 years, so make sure to turn into that. I'll be doing the first uh, bit tonight on the podcast as well, doing a, a Wednesday episode of the podcast. Yes, it's been a while, but it's mostly going to be focusing on golf. Uh, it is Masters Week, so I will be talking about that. Now, going over to hockey, I've kind of had an up and down week for hockey. Let's just say I'm back to being below 500, or well, I will be below 500 when we look at my hockey picks from the weekend. Well, Tampa Bay fell big to the Red Wings, uh, 5-1. Jersey, who I picked up the underdog to beat the Capitals, fell to the Capitals. Stars fell to the Hurricanes. Leafs came out with the win. We'll see what the Avs and Wild do tonight. Like I stated, the Avs are up for a little bit, but I don't know what's going to happen. And I talked about the NBA for a tiny bit. Clippers did win, 76ers won. And the Raptors came out with the big win. And I'll talk about Utah and the Kings and the and Wild on Saturday's podcast. And probably go over the remainder of it. And don't forget, Saturday I will be doing uh, more picks. Maybe stay away from the Sunday games because we all know how that works out for me. Never works out very well. So... Uh, that was my weekend for the picks. Uh, not really good, like we talked about. NHL, below 500. Was tough. I was happy that I got the win for fantasy hockey, though. That is good. Uh, so, to the person who does usually listen to my podcast, yes, you came close. Uh, but, well, like I said, I am going to be getting closer and closer to the playoffs. It was a struggle. And I talked about COVID striking one of my teams. That's been an up and down year for that. I've had COVID hit my teams. So far, my death has been helping me out, but it's all about getting to the next stretch. So what's going to happen with my fantasy team? Hard to say. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a difficult one. So like I said, it's playoffs are just around the corner. And you know what? COVID has hit my team. So what does that mean? You know what? I got bumped out of first. So I'm sitting in second. So I'm no longer in first. You know what? I'm kind of maybe happy about that. I'm always happy to be in first. But at the same time too, you know what? Not much pressure if you're in first place. So uh that was it for my picks. The Raptors, again, big night for the Raptors, winning, coming back against the Washington Wizards, playing a strong, strong team. Wizards still missing pieces, and, you know, Golden State was still missing pieces too, but you know what? This is the first night of a back-to-back, and like I t- said, they play the Lakers tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. Well, Jordan Spieth finally did it, folks. He finally won a tournament long time since he's won two since 2017 and you know it's a big day for him he played very well now i know on saturday i talked about it can he close out can he play very well can he do what he has been struggling to do since he's since the beginning of the season since the last month and a half and you know what he succeeded and he played 
very, very well. Winning with an 18-under final score for the four rounds, finishing 6-under on the day for round four. So he went in at 12-under, came out with a minus 6 score. Great. 18-under, good for him. And you know what? He's back in the winner's circle, and it was a tough one. He has been struggling. We've seen him play recently, and I talked about some tournaments uh, earlier on, especially the last month and a half, with the lead into the going into the final round. I believe he had three leads going into the final round, and all three leads broken. And that was the tough one. And I talked about uh, DeChambeau uh, winning one of those tournaments. And Lee Westwood was mentioned as well. So he has been in contention with tournaments, but has not been able to capitalize on this victory. Or, sorry, he wasn't able to capitalize on victories. But uh, he did capitalize yesterday and played well and played the lights out. Beating out Hoffman, uh, who fell by two strokes. Wallace. Uh, just by a, by a few four strokes, and then you had Laurie, uh, who was at ten under. You know what? It was a good day, good for him, big day, especially good momentum swing going into uh, this week with it being Masters week. And you know what? A lot of golfers played well. To Corey Connors, he definitely needed to give himself a little bit more confidence, especially finishing six under for the weekend. So it is going to be a big week for the Masters. It is. It's going to be in Wednesday's episode. I will be talking about uh, the new, or sorry, I'll be talking about the picks and getting everything ready for the Masters. Now I'm going to be looking at the world rankings right now, just because why the world rankings do play a factor when it comes to the Masters. Well, because it means a lot. So, as you know, Ricky Fowler is not going to be in the Masters, and that's tough. Uh, so, right now, we have a lot of players, and Spieth is already in because he has one. Bubba Watson there. So, where did uh, Ricky Fowler end up? Because uh, he did play okay for that weekend. He did play not bad. He didn't play great, uh, but he is sitting at 94th right now in the world. He has definitely been struggling. So he will not be in the Masters this weekend, which is tough because, you know what, he has had a good career, but I think he has just been different. He has not been playing very, very well, and he has been struggling. So we'll see how the rest of the season turns out for Ricky. It's going to be a tough one. Good to see Corey Connors there. Uh, So right now it's great to see the field, and, you know, it's good to see Mackenzie Hughes. Uh, be there too because he finished at 50th and when you're in the top 50 that gets you into the Masters so I'm looking forward to uh, this week in Wednesday's episode again I will be talking about the Masters and I'll be doing a special episode because you know what I don't do Wednesday episodes anymore because of you know other things but because it's the Masters you know what I'll also be doing this for other majors as well just because of how big the events are so US Open and don't forget um PGA is in May, no longer late August, so now it's in May, so basically we have a major every month, so it's kind of great when you look how awesome that is. You have the players kicking it off, then you got the four straight Masters, and then you go into the Tour Championship, and it's great balance of what the PGA has set up for this, so, you know, it's going to be a fun week, it is, it's going to be a great week and I can't wait to talk about more about it on Wednesday and I'll also talk about my pool that I'm doing as well that's going to be a good thing too because I am part of a pool I do it at uh, 
Golf Warehouse, Niagara Golf Warehouse. I talk about them sometimes. And you know what? I do shop there. You know what? I do participate in their golf pool, so I will be doing it again. So it's good to see the two Canadians, or actually technically three Canadians in this, because uh, you do have Mike Weir in this as well. So we'll see how everything goes. Uh, but right now, it's going to be a good one. So I'm just taking a look here. Yes, three Canadians, Weir, Connors, and Mackenzie Hughes. So big shout out to all of them and Mackenzie Hughes just squeaking in in that week so just coming in at 50th that's huge so it's a good week for the Masters but again back to the Valero Open again congratulations to Jordan Spieth uh, big win especially coming into the Masters and I talked about it that motivation that stretch that he had and finally closing out probably getting an office back and you know what can that carry over to this week because that's going to be the question it's going to be a good week for the Masters it's a tough course let's hope that Bryson DeChambeau does not disrespect uh, Augusta again just because of what had happened last time in November and DJ well he's the defending champion we'll see how everything goes so it's going to be a good week and I'll talk to you more on Wednesday about the Masters but again congratulations to Jordan Spieth well, the quarterfinals is set for the Champions League, and you know, it kicks off tomorrow. So we got the four games, first part of the uh, two legs. So we have Real and Liverpool and Man City and Dortmund playing tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, you have Byron versus PSG, Porto versus Chelsea. And I'm going to choose my winners for the quarterfinals for the aggregate. And you know what? It's, it's a tough one. It is really tough to look at how everything's going. Can Liverpool uh, get back to the championship? They won about a year and a half, about two years ago. Or two, yeah, two years ago because they won just before Byron did. Uh, Man City, who has been playing lights out in English Premier League and been playing well in Champions League, can they... Uh, win over Dortmund and Liverpool is playing a tough opponent they're playing Real Madrid now uh, who do I think is going to win well I'm kind of liking Real Madrid to win against Liverpool to win their match Man City since they've been playing so well this season I think they're going to keep on their streak or on their streak and win out against Dortmund uh, Byron PSG this is literally a Champions League final in the quarters it's a good matchup Byron is the defending champions PSG has been playing well so who am I liking who am I liking for this well I'm going to go with the defending champions I'm going to go with Byron I think they have a chance to repeat and get back to it because they have been playing well for the full year they won Champions League last year and they also won the FIFA World Club FIFA Club World Cup this past year as well so they have been playing well and they're continuing to play well so I think I like I do like Byron for that win and now Porto and Chelsea Chelsea has been up and down they have been playing well in Champions League they've been playing okay in uh, English Premier League I'm liking Porto to win nothing against Chelsea I'm going to go with the Portuguese club I think they've been playing some good soccer so let's see how everything turns out remember this is aggregate so it's gonna be the final score after the two road goals are key for this that's the important part road goals are key that's usually the tiebreaker when you have a match or a tie in the match so we'll see how that goes so first leg is this week second leg will be at next week and then we have the semifinals, which will be kicking off at the end of April beginning of May same format uh, two legs and then you have the finals which is one and done no legs no aggregate nothing so we'll see how that 
goes. Uh, I'm liking my picks, like I stated. I'm going to go with uh, Real Madrid. I'm liking Man City. I'm liking Porto, and I'm liking Byron uh, for that. So Man City's been playing the best out of the three English Premier teams, and I think that's going to continue. So look into that as we continue. And remember, road goals are always important when it comes to aggregates. So let's see if these teams on their victory on their road victories like can they get those goals can they help them out win when they come to home too? put the pressure on their opponents when they play so look at that as well so again byron uh, porto man city and we're going with real madrid as my picks for champions league and i'll discuss the fir- those first legs on saturday's episode of the podcast it's going to be good it's going to be interesting i'm going to like it and you know it's always fun to see that now am i going to talk about english premier league not really because you know manchester united won yesterday which was great um but it's not really affecting as much just because well Man City's just running away with it. You know, we'll see how everything goes. But it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be difficult. I know Manchester United is doing well in Europa League. Uh, sorry, uh, UEFA Europa League. Uh, so they, they're in the quarters. And now Champions League, they're, they're definitely far out of first place. So right now it's just about positioning. Can they get themselves into Champions League for next year for the tournament? So it's it's really tough to say. Man City I think has already eclipsed it. They've they've won. There's there's a probability that someone uh takes Man City down from the mantle. There is. There's about seven, eight matches left for English Premier League. And anything could happen. Like Man City could fall apart. They can go 0 and seven and lose out. And, you know, Manchester United, they can go out and win eight straight and get those points and just take it over. So we'll see how it goes because anything could happen. Listen, Manchester United is 14 points back of Man City. They have eight games left with each game being worth three points. There is that chance. There is that probability. But right now, I think with everything and how well Man City has been playing, especially as of late, I think it's going to be a struggle for them to even get taken down. That's what I'm thinking. And you know what? With the momentum of Champions League as well helping them, they're definitely going to be a powerhouse for the English Premier League. So right now, I'm not think I'm not really thinking that Man City is going to be dethroned. Look for them to finish off with the win. And you know what? Man City. No, they could finish. Sorry, Manchester United could be finishing second. They have been playing well. So, but like I said, anything can happen. The points are always valued more for wins. There's still plenty of games left. There's still plenty of points. But right now, Manchester United would need a lot of help for Man City to crumble from being at the top of the English Premier League. So tonight's going to be a special night for rankings. Uh, so on Saturday, it's going to be my 100th episode. Uh, so I'm going to be doing my top 25 athletes of the last 20 years. So tonight I'm doing 25 to 16. Then Saturday, I'll be doing 15 to 1 going through those athletes. It was a tough list to do. It, it will be honest. Just trying to come up with who to think. I knew who number one was. I knew who my top 10 was. But trying to figure out when you're going to 10, 11, 12 all the way down to 25 and you're in your mind you're like who do you think's the 25th best athlete in the last 20 years and so much has gone on like the question's always going to be am i going to favor athletes on teams individuals who's the most dominant in their sport championships when we're looking at this and you kind of have to do a combination of both and i will be honest with you i am going to favor some individual athletes why 
just because what they have done at the individual level is great. Now, there are athletes who have played at the team level. When we're talking about athletic ability and accomplishments and domination, they do deserve that respect. And there is that there. And you have to give it give credit where credit is due. So tonight I'm doing 25 to 16 and then I'll be completing the rest of it on Saturday for my 100th episode. And yes, I know I'm doing an episode on Wednesday, but that is not part of this. That is a special. That is something to do with golf specifically. Usually my episodes are all sports based. Uh, So tonight we're going to kick off with 25 to 16. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Starting off at number 25 for my list. Now, like I said, this is tough, especially when you're coming off at 25. When I've done this list, I've re-ranked him about a bunch of times. But starting off at number 25, I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey. Now, some people might be shocked that she is in that top 25, but she has meant a lot to women's martial arts, especially since the UFC started implementing women into it. Now, she was definitely one of those first. She was one of the most dominant fighters, and you've seen the result of her today because of her you're seeing it now expanded you're seeing that field grow and you know what she was there she was a dominant she's an olympian she has competed she's won titles and she has been the face of the ufc for women as well and it's been incredible what she's done in her career but for me she is number 25 as one of my greatest athletes of the last 20 years now going into number 24 this is a tough one like i stated when going through these lists rearranging it multiple multiple times you want to know which each person goes so number 24 i'm going with steph curry and some people think this is too low you think that he might be higher don't get me wrong Remember, my list is always about individuals, and Steph Curry has had a tremendous career. He is arguably the greatest three-point shooter in the history of the NBA. And you know what? He's done incredible things in his career. Not just the championships, but just what he does outside the arc. The long shots, everything. And you know what? We see that there. Last year or so, injuries have been part of the career. And started out with his career earlier on too, but that stretch where him and the Golden State Warriors were dominating. And you know what? Even before Durant, they were a good, solid team. Durant helped continue their winning streak, but still, Steph, when they did what they did, going 70, 72, sorry, uh, 73 and 9, it was just incredible. They lost to LeBron in the finals, but Steph was just a different person he's had the team around him i get it but he is one of the greatest uh, shooters in the nba especially in history but you have to give credit to steph he has made an impact and you've seen how everything has changed as well you live and die by the three and steph has lived his life by the three and is one of the most accurate shooters in the game uh, for that position now going to number 23 this one was tough too, and you're going to have to give him love. But George St. Pierre is definitely one of those great fighters. He was he was just perfect to fight with him. Perfect ground fighter. He was able to take you down, but he meant a lot to the sport. And he did dominations. He definitely rebounded. He fought through injuries, and we saw what he was capable of doing. You can question some of the fights that had happened as a result, 
but GSP was that intriguing piece. He was a dominating force. He helped grow the sport, and especially being a Canadian helps us as well expand, and he did great things. And I talked about his takedowns and being a grappler and fighting at that style. He also did other styles too, but at the same time too, he was able to do takedowns, and he was great. He was strong. But to me, I have him here at number 23. Number 22, this is a tough one. This was another rearrange. Do I have him at 25, 23? But I think 22 is exactly perfect for Simone Biles. Listen, her career is not done yet. Well, it's still in the early infant stages. We know what she did in 2016. We know what she's been doing at the world stage for gymnastics. And it'd be great to see what she does this summer for the Olympics because she will be a force. Let's see what happens. But she has been having a tremendous career. What she did at the Olympics was incredible. All those gold medals. She had four gold medals. She has 19 world championships at, the fir at first place. So it's, it's incredible what she has done. It is. And we'll see what the Olympics can do. And she's continuing to do so. So we'll see what happens this year. I know last year was supposed to be 2020 uh, in Tokyo, but this year it's moved to it due to the pandemic. But it'll be great to see what Simone Biles can do. Now, number 21, you can question whether this is high for her. But Annika Sorostin has meant a lot to women's golf. And she's meant a lot to golf all around the world. She was one of the most dominating players, if not the most dominant. She was just incredible. Her career ended in 2008, but still, from 2002 to 2008, she was one of the greatest golfers in that time. And to arguably that she still is the greatest women's golfer of all time today. Listen, she has 10 majors. She won a good chunk of those in between 2000 and 2008. And she has been incredible top moneymaker. And she's meant a lot to the sport. She's definitely helped grow it, especially worldwide. And she has been that force. Now going to number 20, some people might think, why is he on this list? But Peyton Manning has done things for the last 20 years for football that has been incredible. Now he did retire uh, in the last five years. He's going into the Hall of Fame this year, and it's been incredible what he has done. Listen, he is a remarkable quarterback. He had definitely changed the game. Yes, Tom Brady is on my list. Will I get to him tonight? You'll have to carry on and listen or maybe talk to future episodes. But Peyton Manning is definitely a remarkable athlete. And we're not going to just look at what the, the team aspect is. We're talking about the impact of him as a quarterback. And he has definitely changed it. IQ smarts, the way he throws the ball, the way he strategizes, definitely makes him the greatest, if not one of the greatest of all time at that position. Is he the greatest? Well, We've had the conversation about Tom Brady. Tom Brady, you know, the teams and everything you can report. But we're talking about quarterback all around. He is a great quarterback and can be the greatest quarterback. In his career, he's got the four Super Bowl appearances, two of them with victories. Now, during those four Super Bowls, he had taken four different coaches to those victories. Yes, four different coaches. Dungy, Caldwell, Fox, and Kubiak. And came out with two, which is great. And you know what? Some teams weren't great. Some of them weren't built for those Super Bowls. But Manning definitely made changes. You saw what he did for the Colts, what he did with the Broncos, and definitely a tremendous career. And he's well-deserving to be at number 20 on my list. Now going to number 19, going with Lindsey Vaughn. Listen, this was a tough one where to put her to. She's had a tremendous career. She's one of the most dominating skiers in her sport. And what she did in her time was just remarkable. The multiple uh, wins at the competitive level. 
domination of the championship. Not so much at the Olympics, but she has been incredible at the world stage. And she definitely was one of the most intriguing athletes to follow, especially when you saw her on the slope. She was just incredible. So I do like her at number 19. Number 18, we're going to go with some hockey players. You're going to go with Alexander Ovechkin. Why is Ovi on this list? Well, guess what? He's going to be going down as probably the second greatest goal scorer, if not the greatest goal scorer. For what he's doing in an era today, it's just remarkable. The skill level is up. The goalie play is up. The physicality is not what it used to be. That's the, that's the truth. It is. It's not as physical as it was. You still are hitting guys into the boards, but it's not like the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and even the early 2000s where... You know, you can literally kill a guy and only get a two-minute major or two-minute penalty. It's different nowadays. But when you look at it, what he is doing is incredible. The multiple Richard trophies, the multiple consistent 50-goal scores, 50-goal score per season. It's just been incredible. And, you know, we can talk about his teams. He's had the better teams, especially with his uh, counterpart, who I will get to in a moment. But you have to look at it. Ovi is going to go down as probably the greatest goal scorer and you know it's incredible he deserves to be on this list especially for what he's done over the last 15 years it's just incredible uh going with number 17 we're going with alex morgan one of the most dominating female athletes in soccer she's incredible playing over in europe what she's done with team usa winning the world world cup she has been incredible uh, for soccer and definitely been the face or one of the many faces for women's soccer in the U.S. But her impact has definitely made it there for other women to succeed in soccer. She is young. She still has plenty of time. But what she's done at the world stage, at the club stage, she's done an incredible job at playing at soccer. So Alex Morgan is my number 17. And then number 16, some people may not like this, some people may agree, some people may think this might be too high, too low, but Sidney Crosby is definitely worthy of being in this list for the top 25 athletes of the last 20 years because it's incredible. Yes, I talked about his counterpart, Alexander Ovechkin. They go hand in hand. They've been tied to the hip since they both entered into the league. Now, you can argue who is in the better spot, Ovi, for what he's doing with goals, and you can talk about Crosby being the all-around better player. And you know what? You can talk about wins, everything, points. They're head-to-head at points, basically. Crosby's missed a few games due to injury. And you know what? You don't know what could have happened if he had played those full games. What could have been if he had just been healthy and stable? It could have been a different story. Definitely more one-sided. Listen, Crosby's got his three rings. He's got his two Conn Smythes. But you know what? All around, he has been a better player. He's an all-around more gifted player. He's made other players around him better his work ethic. I'm not hating on Ovi's work ethic. Ovi's incredible as well, and he's always focused at the task. But when we're looking at Sidney Crosby, just all around, we've seen the impact, whether it's in the NHL, the world stage, the Olympics, even at the junior level, he was an incredible player. And he definitely helped change, I wouldn't say helped change the game of hockey, but he's definitely made his impact and definitely been the face of it. And especially in today's where the players around him are getting faster and better, he's still being consistent as well, being that point per game player, you know, not being uh, affected by his age. He's still playing well and playing on a strong level and I talk about it the young guns coming in when you look at McDavid Matthews uh, those guys are definitely making their impact the speed is definitely there and you see that Crosby has adapted at that time as well so those are my first 10 
uh, athletes of the last 20 years. And I'll go over them again. Ronda Rousey, number tw- so 25, sorry, was Ronda Rousey, 24, Steph Curry, 23, GSP, 22, Simone Biles, 21, Annika Sorsten, 20, Peyton Manning, 19, Lindsey Vaughn, number 18, Alexander Ovechkin, and 17, Alex Morgan, and number 16, Sidney Crosby. So those are my first 10. I'll do the remainder of the 15 on Saturday's episode of the podcast, and we'll talk about who is number one, who or who I believe is number one. But it was a tough list to do. It is. And I talked about it. Listen, my top 10 was already there. But trying to figure out who deserves to be at 11, 12, 15, 17, 18, 20, 25 is even tough because you have to look at the athlete's career and what they've made an impact as, as well. So I hope you enjoyed the list. I hope you enjoyed the remainder of it on Saturday. So tune into that episode of the podcast. But again, tough list. And you know what? I hope you enjoyed it. Well, I was going to talk about this on Saturday's episode of the podcast, but I might as well go into it now. Well, the finals have been determined. Uh, Baylor has won the March Madness. Uh, they won 86-70 to 70 against Gonzaga, which is shocking because Gonzaga has been dominating throughout the whole tournament. Now, on Saturday, I talked about Gonzaga and the tough opponent of UCLA and how they were important, and we saw what happened at the final, the, the final seconds of that game with the game-winning shot. But it looks like Gonzaga ran into a Titan and looks like they ran into an opponent where they probably under, underestimated and thought that the higher-powered offense was enough to beat them. But we saw them struggle against uh, very good defenses. And we saw that against UCLA. UCLA has played great defense, but it looks like Baylor was able to shut down Gonzaga and take the win. So congratulations to Baylor on winning it. I got close to my brackets. Sadly, I did not win. So congratulations to all those that picked Baylor to win the NCAA tournament big night for them as well it is a huge night they were the underdogs a lot of hype going in for Gonzaga hoping that they would become the next undefeated champion it's been a while since the last one but you know what sadly it did not happen tonight so again congratulations to Baylor on winning March Madness a big big success for them as well so uh, that was it for the show tonight I wanted to throw in the NCAA finals just before I left because I was checking in to see if it was still going on but again big night for Baylor congratulations so on Saturday I will be talking about uh, the Toronto Raptors especially with their games this week look at the Masters we'll be doing the remainder of my top 25 athletes of the last 25 years I did 25 to 16 tonight I'll be doing 15 to 1 on Saturday also be doing my NBA and NHL picks as well also uh, updates in the NFL uh, uh, Sam Darnold was traded to the Carolina Panthers for the uh, some picks as you know it's intriguing and it looks like he didn't go for much either when you're looking at what happened uh, because I'm going to be bringing it up here because I want to discuss it a little bit because it's impactful so Sam Darnold traded to the Panthers for multiple picks so he was traded for a 2021 sixth round pick a second and a fourth round selection in 2022 that's actually pretty cheap and not much of a return for the Jets because well the Jets traded a lot to the Colts uh, for that pick of the year before because the Jets moved up from 6 to 3 to get it and the Colts moved down and the players that the Colts got due to the result of that is huge big impactful from 
if you're looking at uh, Nelson and also other players as well, Rocky Asin, Jordan Wilkins, Brayden Smith, guys that are impactful on the Colts roster today. So it worked out for them, but sadly not for the New York Jets. Sorry, you know, The Jets always have issues with quarterbacks. It's just not working out for them. But I will discuss more about it uh, this week on Saturday's episode of the podcast. And don't forget, Wednesday, it's Masters episode. It's Masters week. And I might even do this every major and talk about uh, everything that's going on in the field. I will be talking about who I think is going to win. I'll be talking about my pool. But like I stated, I will be doing probably episodes for every major, just doing a special one, just dedicated to that, just to look at everything going on. But again, it's Masters week, lots of stuff going on. And on Saturday, I'll discuss the first three rounds of the Masters. I will also be playing golf Saturday and Sunday, which I'm excited for. And I'll talk more about that on the podcast. So looking forward to that great weekend, big weekend. It's an exciting weekend. It's the Masters. Who's not excited for that? Get excited, everyone. It's a great week. So again, Wednesday, I'll be discussing that and then more on Saturday's episode and much more. Again, picks, the remainder of my top 25 athletes, NBA, NFL, uh, NHL, catch up on everything. We'll see how my fantasy team is doing this week. So lots of stuff to discuss on Saturday's episode. So tune into that and don't forget again, Wednesday is a special episode as well and my Saturday episodes kind of special too it's episode 100 so tune into all the tune into all the episodes this week it's going to be a great week have yourself a, have yourself a great week as well everyone uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram uh, drainingjimmies.podcast and don't forget to subscribe at Apple Podcasts leave a comment if you want to see something different uh, if you want me to discuss something new uh, anything that I'd like to talk about in regards to the world of sports so tune into that uh, don't forget to do that as well uh, subscribe everything and have yourself a great week I'll talk to you guys on Saturday this is the Draining Jimmies Podcast Oh, 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 oh,